And as always, we throw up the X. Yes, as we're about to throw down. I am by myself this episode, which is okay. Corey and Jesse had a lot of things to do. They're our dads, you know, they have family things to do. And plus, you know, Corey's been working hard on getting NGR Radio for a surprise announcement, I should say. <laughs> Coming real soon. Uh, so he's been working hard on that, and Jesse had to take care of some family matters. But um, everybody will be back. Uh, we do apologize that we weren't able to give you guys a movie commentary this week. Um, there were some scheduling problems that we had, but we will be coming back together to uh, do the movie commentary so you guys will be able to watch the movie and hear us talk about it. And hopefully, it kind of goes better than our. Uh, Ninja Turtles 3 movie because we were completely lost and having other conversations while still watching the movie but sometimes that happens uh, but everybody thank you for joining me this episode hopefully everybody had a great week had a great weekend had a great Labor Day and uh, just enjoyed the time with family and friends so uh, because it's only me uh, I'm going to start off with what's been in my arsenal I'm still going to give you guys some great arsenal news and I'm also going to have an arsenal exchange uh, just kind of have um, some thoughts on a certain topic uh that actually kind of came up weirdly, but you know, I I kind of can see why this statement was made uh, for it. So uh, let's get into the show. So what I what's been in my arsenal? So I'm going to start with um, with Switch. Uh, been playing some uh, more of the Messenger. Um, I halfway through the game. Um, I will have a review up. Uh, I do apologize. I know I mentioned that I will have it up earlier, uh, but due to some scheduling things, I wasn't able to uh get it up but um probably by friday after you guys hear this episode it should be up and ready to go um i kind of been busy with some other things uh but um i'm at the halfway point i will be finishing that game real soon and giving you guys a review on it um i really am enjoying it and kind of loving it when it switched to 16 bit so having fun with that play more dead cells and uh was talking to jesse about it um and, and Corey and stuff and we're all just in enjoying our that game getting further and stuff and uh definitely when jesse and Corey come back they'll be able to talk more about that their uh their experience because jesse was has been having a good and fun time on it um so been playing that uh thinking of jumping into some more uh more uh games for my switch that's been in my backlog like raven legends um octopath traveler xenoblade chronicles um, cause I want, I definitely Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I want to get ready for the DLC that's coming out. So I want to be ready for that. Um, also picked up Planet Alpha. Uh, really enjoying that game. The game is so beautiful. So just wonderful to have. It's one of those games that, you know, you can actually play and just kind of make you, it makes you feel relaxed and stuff. It's not very challenging. It's, and I don't think it's very long. I think what I read, it says it's about three hours if you play it straight. But, uh, it's, I, I'm enjoying it. It looks beautiful. And, uh, wherever you guys can play this game at, I do recommend giving it a play. 
Uh, moving on to PS4, uh, been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I just got my ancient armor, so I got that trophy. Uh, I also got another trophy. I think I defeated every enemy in the world or, um, defeated every enemy that I could ride on. It's some kind of trophy like that. So I think the only ones that I need to really do is do the hunting, get the metal flowers, uh, and focus on some things, you know, uh, really get my, uh, get some things completed. Uh, after that, uh, I'm going to be picking up Frozen Wildlands and jumping into that. And hopefully I could platinum that too. So, uh, that's my goal for that. Picked up, uh, Devil May Cry 4. I started that. This game is, is boring. And I DMC Devil May Cry has made me kind of jealous uh that it didn't get a sequel and and some eyes of capcom it didn't do well because dmc just destroys the whole devil may cry series i'm sorry i was talking to larry uh giver from world one one podcast my uh host uh as you know i'm co-host of that with them um i was in the mini screen and i was just telling them why in the world am I running slow? Wait, I have to buy speed. Yes, you have to buy the ability speed to run fast. You hold up or whatever direction that you go, well, not having a uh, never run into or walk to. And then he starts running fast, making the game uh, faster. And I'm just like, I had to buy this ability. I was upset. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this game is utter. It's not trash, but I would, I would never have my players buy a ability that I should just be able to run fast. And there's been other games that has, that has done this. We just like, why am I buying something to make my character go fast? Or why do I have to set it to automatic for them to run fast? Why can't characters, why can't characters just like literally traverse fast? You know, it, at the 1700,000 cutscenes that's going to be in the game, exaggerating, uh, and all of the stuff that should kill him and stuff, they can't run fast. They can't have the stamina stamina to just like continue to go on a continued basis to make the game faster. Uh Horizon has this problem too. Like the traversal is just like I I hate the fast travel system because you gotta uh you have to make uh the fast travel uh points and stuff uh to even use. And if you run out, well, guess what? You have to traverse on uh a horse or whatever but you have to keep hitting x to make it run fast and you have to go across the whole board to get to your destination and that is tiresome that is that is not good gameplay mechanics and not just like uh i hate this <laughs> uh but yeah I, I i'm doing that i might just i'm not going to give up on uh um, Devil May Cry, but you know, I'm like I said, I'm still working on Horizon, trying to get that platinum. Um, I I skipped Spider Man, uh, because I'm getting a Shadow of the Tomb Raider, like I said, uh, for Xbox. 
Um, but I'm probably going to jump into something else. Uh, I, I am jumping into Bloodborne soon. Uh, I'm going to continue off from the first boss of where I left off. So I will be working more on that and then probably start playing some RPGs because I got like Final Fantasy 7 and 9 on my PS4 and I haven't touched them yet. Like I bought them but haven't worked on them. And then there's some indie games on there that, uh, I have, I need to work on. Um, and might just for fun also jump into uh uh next machina because i'm loving that i really love that game it's to me it's the top down graceful explosion machine and i kind of wish it was two player online uh and if it, i you know i wish i had other people joining me to play that game because it really is gorgeous uh i do need to jump back into hell divers also everybody uh because i really love that game and i love playing with Corey, met and moose and just having pretty much most of ngr who own playstation uh jump on there and just have this big fun discussion uh this grand round table i should say i should say uh really do enjoy that and sometimes they they may not hear much from me because i'm one of those gamers and Corey <laughs> could testify to this and even jesse is that when I, sometimes when i'm playing more than uh, if i have to talk to two people or more uh sometimes i kind of not shut down but my focus is in the game so i don't really conversate because i'm trying to like help people or or you know get to the good get to the match but uh and, and that's just me it's a focus thing but like if it's just me and Corey or me and jesse and stuff and we're interacting i talk more because i don't want to have airtime you know just continue to have a discussion and even if when you watch pot and play you'll see me and Corey sometimes not say anything because we're like focused and stuff but you know sometimes we'll have a thought and we want to say more but sometimes we can't because we're playing the game while still trying to find gas uh so but you guys should check out pot and play season three uh it is live uh truly truly had a great time um doing that with Corey. um and more to come you know we got awesome indie showcase 2 season 2 and part of play season 4 there are they are in the progress but uh we can't reveal when they will be going live uh but yes uh but the main event xbox uh played battlefield 5 and me Corey, and jesse uh we're going to probably have more of a discussion about that maybe next episode or sometime in the future uh but i it is a game that i'm going to buy um i was playing with jesse and man we were having fun <laughs> we 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 jumped into a match and lost but then we got into another match and i think there were some, some players that dropped out and like there was two against one and we didn't really have to do much uh um because we won and stuff and it seems that uh the more that players drop out uh or whatever the quicker the count that uh the count goes down but it feels really good uh i'm looking forward to if it plays well for and uh, for multiplayer and it's um single player uh i'm definitely will be enjoying the single player mode uh the guns feel good i i need to uh like I, I i should say this 
when the game comes out, I kind of need to play that game with my headphones on because I want to hear the sound. Um, I didn't get a, I didn't actually get the feel to hear the sound mixture of it because I really want to hear how those guns sounds. Like I say, it feels really good. Um, it looks beautiful. Uh, it's easier to get into. Like it, like it doesn't take long to load and stuff. So I, I think when you join up with other players and stuff, they, it might take some time to get into some things with it, but, uh, it, uh, overall, I, I've in, I am e enjoying that game. I really have to say that, uh, the, out of the four, um, the four, uh, uh, I, I, uh like, uh, uh, class that, classes, sorry about that, uh, class that you could take, um, you kind of you kind of have to think of uh would you be a rancher or a sniper a medic or a support and uh i ended up being a support because of the um of the guns and stuff that's in the game um so i i was able to um help jesse out as uh as much as i can uh but um i, I was dying a lot I was dying a lot too. And I, I kind of could see that, um, it has much of a Titanfall 2 feel to it. So it, it, I think that Dice, um, uh, was looking at, uh, Titanfall 2 and seeing what they can incorporate it and get that feel for Frostbite. Not saying that it's the raw running and stuff, but there was just, it was something, something, tighter and cleaner about this game that just makes me think of Titanfall 2 so uh like I said we'll have more to discuss uh among us three because Jesse and Corey um and I think you guys could go to our face not Facebook our YouTube page Arsenal X uh Xbox podcast um and check our channel I think Corey and Jesse have more gameplay and discussion right there, but hopefully we and we all group back together. We could talk more about it. Uh, but that's kind of what I uh, like played a little bit on Xbox. I haven't really started no games, games, uh, just yet because I am getting ready to do, uh, my extinction, Arsenal extinction, uh, of games. And then I mentioned that, you know, I, I'm having, I have seven games, uh, uh, for me, um, it's going to be Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare, Dishonored 2, Far Cry 5, Witcher 3, and The Search. Um, uh, Jesse picked Quantum Break, uh, and, um, Corey did pick Resident Evil 7. So, uh, I will be, um, I'm, I'm switching out Resident Evil 7 and I'm doing another game. Only reason being is because I'm halfway done with Resident Evil 7. Um, and I kind of want to start something way from the beginning. So I'm going to pick another game for him. Uh, sorry, but, uh, sorry, boss. Uh, but I'm just going to pick something else, uh, for him. Um, and hopefully I'll be able to give you guys, uh, progress on there. And if you guys got any, you know, five games that you guys want to do also, you can, uh, let us know. Um, I'll give more info about that later on. So when I come back, I'm going to get into some Arsenal news and we're going to keep this show uh, rolling. So yes, when I come back, uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying the audio podcast. I, I do apologize. Uh, I, 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 uh, for me personally, 
um i um uh, been working a lot uh at night so i haven't been able to um do some things uh with the crew uh like and so if you guys miss um if you guys miss uh last week's announcement or a couple of weeks announcement uh that i wasn't able to uh, why i'm not able to be on uh squad grows and royal with cheese um it's because i have uh i have work on saturdays when we do our recordings and stuff so it's it's been kind of hard to actually be able to get into it so um hopefully all of that changed i will be coming back doing some arsenal x plays so i do apologize for that everybody uh more content of that will be going up so when i come back everybody sorry i just have to plug and give you guys an announcement um i will be getting to some arsenal news all right So I am back. So let's get into some arson news uh, because uh, I got about uh, some good stories for you guys, about six stories uh, for you guys that I've kind of found in, very, like, very interesting that you guys might um, like to discuss uh, with friends and stuff. So uh, let's get into it. So uh, Forza Horizon 4 adds Halo crossover mission using the Warhawk. Uh, and all this, these new stories are coming from Game Informer, so you guys could check them out. Um, in, the la- in the latest monthly developer diary for the upcoming Forza Horizon 4, developer Playground Games introduced a crossover with Microsoft's preeminent shooter franchise for the open world racing game. Who says Mario gets to be the only mascot that takes to the road? While simply adding the Warthog, Halo's most famous utility vehicle would have probably uh, satiated fans. Playground really went above and beyond with the massive amount of Halo content added. The Halo-themed skybox sits above you while Cortana chats your ear off about the Banshees pursuing you and flying around while you drive. The race, much like the races against planes and boats from the Forza Horizon game, pitch your Warthog against a Pelican gunship. Your avatar becomes Master Chief in this mission, which I, uh, which the writer says, uh, really's hoping also carries over to the main game. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 releases on Xbox One and PC on October 2nd. Uh, this is a game me and Jesse 
are looking forward to. So I cannot <laughs> wait to play this game and see it in action. Uh, but that's kind of cool. Uh, having a crossover mission using a more Warhawk. Um, how it will cross over to Halo Infinite, since Halo Infinite is, uh, Halo 6. That is going to be kind of weird, but, um, I can't wait to see what track they have planned for it. But moving on, uh, Monster Hunter World Autumn Festival begins later this month. Capcom has revealed a start date for Monster Hunter World's Autumn Festival, as well as detailed a little of what we can expect from what is either the last or second to last festival of the calendar year. The Autumn Festival will start on September 21st, so two weeks from now, and run through October 4th, so two weeks after that. During that time, Astera will be filled with autumn colors and include a special new gothic Lolita costume for your handler. There will also be a pumpkin outfit for your poogie added during the festival. As with all Monster Hunter World festivals, all previous time-limited quests will be back for those two weeks. This really only accounts for the console versions, though, as the PC version sticks to its different schedule. So if you're feeling the Dante hype from Devil May Cry 5 trailers, you can get that red jacket and white wig now uh, Monster Hunter World is available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One and PC um, I will admit and me and Corey are kind of guilty of this uh, we need to jump back into Monster Hunter World uh, but I am looking forward to this I never did a festival thing like this not even in uh, Destiny I I tried it uh, so I can't wait to jump back into Monster Hunter World I think I am going to follow it up on Xbox One uh, one um it's it's been a while since i actually played that game like i said i bought it for xbox one the ps4 and uh my idea was to be playing with uh different players around uh different the different consoles and stuff but i kind of dropped away from it from playing some other things so i'm definitely am looking forward to playing it uh I, and i like i said i need to get back into it Sorry about that. So we're going to continue to move on. Uh, this is a report. Yoshinobu Ono, uh, no longer in charge of Capcom's fighting game division. Uh, Yoshinori Ono, uh, the most serious face of Capcom's various fighting games, has reportedly have been moved to a different position within Capcom. Ryozo Sujimoto, the son of Capcom's founder and producer for the Monster Hunter series, has apparently absorbed the fighting game division under his umbrella. The news was reported by Even Thugs, which, is ha- which has been tracking position changes via Capcom's financial uh, support reports and has noted that Ono's change uh, Ono's title changed from the general manager of Capcom's Division 2 to general manager of Division 3. Meanwhile, Sujimoto has absorbed Division 2 which develops games like Street Fighter 5 and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Speculation in the articles that Capcom has uh, was unsatisfied by Street Fighter V's anemic launch and the subsequent poor reputation that has followed the game since release, and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was more or less rejected by the fighting game community and wasn't picked up for its debut EVO tournament this year. Sujimoto is riding high at Capcom after repeated attempts to not only make Monster Hunter an international success, but has now broken records at Capcom with Monster Hunter World being Capcom's fastest selling game of all time. Even thus, credits Sujimoto with the decision to reveal G and Saget at Evo in August and releasing both characters the next day. 
Ono has recently been teasing a new project, which a lot of people expected to be a Dark Starkers revival. However, Capcom Division 3 looks over other Monster Hunter games outside the mainline series. Ace Attorney titles, The Feudal of Japan, Dynasty Warriors like Sengoku, Basara, and others. It remains to be seen how such a change will play out in terms of future of current developments. Uh, and this is Game Informer's take on it. It's possible the change here merely puts Tsuchimoto ahead of Ono, but still keeps fighting games in his wheelhouse, which is a change most were expecting regardless. Still, it would be interesting to see how these changes end up happening, as Capcom's fighting game planning can definitely use some shaking up. Uh, I would like to see Dark Stalkers, and uh, it's, it, for some people, it, it may be sad that uh, Yushinoru uh, Yoshinoru is being moved to Division Three, uh, but in Japan that that kind of happens, um, and we know how bad uh, Street Fighter Five, you know, problematic lunch was, and how Evo, not Evo, uh, how Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, uh, when they started making all these changes to the game, kind of infuri- infuriated the gamer. Uh, fighter community and that fan base you know they they were good with marvel versus capcom 2 and they were susceptible of marvel versus capcom 3 and when they changed all of that and made it to what it was and you can even tell by the problematic demo people was just unsatisfied with it um it's sad that we were not going to get a dark stalkers game but i i feel like capcom may be able to take or Yoshinori I should say should be able to take his experience in designing uh fighting games and stuff and implement that gameplay mechanics in some other games uh or even create some a new uh fighting IP for Switch um uh or create one exclusively for Xbox um I think it would it would be so good to actually be able to have a fighting game exclusively to Microsoft uh, since Street Fighter Five was exclusive to uh, PlayStation Four, like really look into bringing some of um, I, I I say bring Dark Star Stalkers to Xbox One uh, and see how it does well with that community. I would play it. I would get it. You know that that's that may be me, but um, I haven't got into a lot of uh, fighting games lately, and I need one badly uh and uh, of course there's some great ones that have came on switch but i really want to play one on my xbox one uh and i need to you know i still need to get Tekken 7 uh i know soul Calibur 6 is coming out uh and i need to probably look into that but i, I need to play a 2d uh fighting game on xbox and i would love to have that so uh we're gonna move on uh, Square, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider's Xbox One X enhancements. Square Enix and Microsoft have released a trailer showing the Xbox One X enhancements of Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Laura Cross' upcoming Glow Trident adventure from Idols Montreal. Xbox One X enhancements include 4K at a constant 30 frames per second or a frame rate mode of 1080p at 60 frames per second. If you don't have a 4K TV, you still get general virtual quality enhancements that aren't available on the base xbox one uh and there is a trailer that you guys can check out uh you can also read microsoft's post about the state uh enhancements in the game and why the team chose to focus on what they did a shadow of the tomb raider releases on playstation 4 xbox one and pc on september 12th um 
So, uh, since Corey has an Xbox One X, hopefully he could give us more detail about that uh, when he uh, picks up the game. Um, I would love to hear what he says. I have, like I said, I have an Xbox One X Slim. Uh, Jesse still has the regular um, Xbox One. Uh, so we'll probably be talking more. Uh, definitely, once I get my 4K TV, hopefully I can upgrade to uh, OX uh, and be able to see a lot of those games in there on how they look. Uh, but then I going to have to buy pretty much a four terabyte external hard drive because uh a lot of the xbox uh one ox uh enhancements uh take a lot of xbox one ox <laughs> i mean the ox they take a lot of uh data for the uh enhancements so uh moving on first battlefield 5 battle royale details criterion developing when EA announced a Battle Royale mode for Battlefield 5 earlier this year, fans were skeptical. Uh, skeptical. At the announcement, DICE said they were putting the mode in the game because they enjoyed it and not because it was a corporate mandate. Regardless of whether or not that's true, DICE is definitely bringing in heavy hitters to help with the announcement today that the mode is being developed by Criterion in collaboration with DICE. In a blog post today, or at the time the story was was written, Dice outlined some of the first details about the mode now officially called Firestorm. For the moment you fall uh, down, down, down from the sky to when your boots hit the ground on the largest battlefield map ever created, the encircling ring of fire presses in on you and your squad in an all-out war for survival among 16 squads up, of up to four players. The blog post reads, it goes on to talk about things like variable objectives, vehicle combat, and controlling landmarks on the map. Criterion has been incredibly quiet since the 2013 release of Need for Speed Rivals, with a large portion of the studio rebranding as Ghost Games. The rest of Criterion acted as a support studio, making the VR portion of Star Wars Battlefront and aiding in that game's sequel development. At E3 2014, the studio declared the desire to move beyond cars and showed off an early prototype of a flight-style game that ultimately got cancelled. Battlefield 5 was scheduled for its new release date of November 20th on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. So, uh, like I said, me, uh, all three of us have been, have tried out the Battlefield 5, um, beta, and hopefully they let us try out the Battle Royale, um, uh, mode firestorm um it's great that criterion is helping out they are a great developer they make some really great games and depending on how you see uh their the last need for speed games it had promise but i think their execution kind of hurt them there are some decisions that was made uh that yikes <laughs> that really hurt the game but i'm so happy that they're making this uh i and i can't wait to see what they produce um so going to get into the last story um lego harry potter collection announced for switch xbox one uh switch or xbox one owners can finally get in on the lego harry potter action the collection which features elements from all seven movies originally launched on playstation 4 close to two years ago today lego and W Games confirmed that this Hogwarts journey is no longer exclusive to PS4. The special package includes remastered versions of two games, Lego Harry Potter Years 1-4 and Lego Harry Potter Years 5-7. You can watch the trailer uh, on 
this uh, not destructor on Game Informer's website. Um, the launch date for the Switch and Xbox One version is October thirtieth. Um, so yeah, there's great. There's a great game for kids. The Lego games are good, uh, but they are problematic. So it's great that Xbox is getting them. Um, if you guys really want to check it out, like I said, go ahead and watch the trailer. Um, it's not a game for me. I've tried the Lego games and they just don't stick well with me. I'm not saying that they're, they're not fun, but sometimes they're like the prog- the progression in there is kind of like, what do I do next? Like they don't, lead you to the next destination of it so uh, and plus I'm not a big Harry Potter fan so uh, I do apologize for that if you guys are that's great that's awesome um, it's just something that's not for me um, so uh, but yeah if you guys are looking forward to this October 30th it releases on uh, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch uh, so when I come back I'm going to get to the Arsenal Exchange and then I'm going to let you guys go and have a great week so when I come back we're going to jump into Arsenal Exchange <laughs> Get into the Arsenal Exchange. So, there was mention about Microsoft not needing Crackdown 3 for this holiday. And a lot of people were just like, wait, what? <laughs> and because Sony had a great year uh, with their exclusive, like, namely two big exclusives, God of War and Spider-Man, uh, for from Insomniac, uh, which can shout out to Sony with their release date, uh, um, was the number one game, uh, Spider Man in UK. So, uh, congratulations, congratulations to them. A lot of people have been enjoying it. Um, Microsoft really had one exclusive this year, and um, that's going to be uh, Forza. Well, actually, two because State of Decay 2 also came out uh, this year, but uh, to not have anything for uh, the fall, uh, besides Forza, kind of brings like, wait, what? Uh, and the reason, uh, Microsoft's, uh, reasoning behind it is just that there's too much to play for this fall. And, you know, they, they kind of don't, if you look at it, you know, they're, they, they feel, probably feel like their game, they didn't want to rush it or it would get like kind of crushed. 
by other gangs. So people will probably buy it, but not actually play it. So um, because of so much coming out, you know, Battlefield Five, um, uh, yeah, Battlefield Five, uh, Call of Duty Four, uh, of or um, Black Ops Four, I should say, um, um, Fallout Seventy Six. You know, the ones we know, um, Pikachu uh, and Eevee. Let's go. Uh, just cause four uh, the world is with you there's so many there's so much games coming out that's multi-platform and uh that's definitely exclusive to nintendo switch um uh, there's uh, called crackdown would have got to forgot it and we talked about you know if a game gets delayed you know they're trying to make it better and i kind of agree with microsoft about this on why crackdown 3 doesn't need to be out this year um because most of this holiday belongs to Nintendo. If you look at all the releases uh, that's coming. Um, if you look at some of the multiplayer. Not, not multiplayer. Well multiplayer and multi-systems. That a lot of these games are coming out and being announced for. Uh, Xbox will pretty much have got. Would have been forgotten. Or they will grab some of that player base. But it wouldn't be as big as it being on PC or PlayStation 4 or even Nintendo Switch. So, some of their first party, you know, to lead out 2019 for Microsoft would be better. Because we will wonder, well, why is there not enough content for uh, Xbox One? Like, we, like, if Crackdown 3 did come out, you know... We could, yeah, we'll have Ori, but you know, we're gonna be like, okay, after Ori, where's Halo Infinite? Where's Gears Five? You know, I think you know Microsoft is just like we want to have at least four heavy hitters, and even look at Nintendo when they released the Switch. Each month there was a heavy hitter, and then when it hit 2019, you know, they were just like, okay, we do have games working, but we're not going to be releasing them like we did last year. You know, we had to sell the Nintendo Switch, uh, not just the concept of the system, but <laughs> the system itself because there were shortages and stuff. And you know, we want to have games attached to that system when people pick it up, and so bam, you get a hit with. Uh, Breath of the Wild, you're getting hit with Mario Kart, you're getting hit with ARMS, getting hit with Splatoon, uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and more games and stuff, and all these other indies. And you pretty don't have that much with Microsoft. You know, now that they got uh, Playground and Ninja Theory uh, and some other developers and looking forward to uh, picking up more developers, they want to have be able to have some game hot games released for their fan base for that Xbox player for day and day, um, and also with Game Pass and stuff. You know, Fallout seventy six where they were, you're probably gonna people are probably gonna be playing that more on Xbox over PlayStation four, or they'll probably be playing it on PC. Uh, Black Ops uh four, depending on how well that game is gonna receive and how people. Uh, you know, take a take it upon it. Uh, it's probably gonna be an even playing field. People are probably gonna buy it for a PlayStation Four and for Xbox. Uh, when it comes to Battlefield Five, I think that's probably gonna lead more onto Xbox One. Uh, because I, I haven't tried the PlayStation Four version, but people I think who are into it is probably gonna sell better on Xbox because it feels better there in a sense. Um. 
And then, uh, you know, like I said, Nintendo taking most of the holiday with a lot of games and stuff. Forza Horizon 4 is it's a big franchise for Microsoft. So they're going to put more uh, faith and marketing behind that. So, you know, Forza, even Forza Horizon 3 still sells to this day. Um, and Forza Motorsport still sells to this day. So, uh, with that being kind of the big driving game, uh, this holiday, people are going to be pouring more into that. Now, how it's going to do sales wise, we don't know because maybe Game Pass is going to help it. Um, digital sales will do something. Uh, for me, I, like I said, I'm picking up physically, so I'll be, I'll be getting that. Uh, there's probably going to be a big player base and people, there's so much probably going to be in Forza Horizon 4 that even, even if Crackdown 3, like I said, came out, Horizon 4 might overshadow that because people are still unlocking and showcasing that game. Um, we, we know that we want fun and ridiculous stuff to do and Crackdown 3 it's going to have a lot. It's going to be a game that's going to have to prove a lot why the delays happen to it and stuff. You know, I I would say this: Crackdown Three is going to have more pressure than Anthem because Anthem and Crackdown Three at this time have a lot to prove. And Crackdown Three, I think this holiday season wouldn't be able to do that. Where I feel like you know what. To see if these games are going to work, I'm going to pick up Crackdown 3 and I'm going to get at them and compare them uh, and see what those delays and see what those studios have been doing to see if it's worth my purchase. You know, if 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 Crackdown 3 came out, um, you know, it has to go against Red Dead Redemption 2. It has to go against Just Cause 4. It has to go against um some nintendo indies and first party like mario party and stuff like crackdown 3 has to go uh go against all of that and depending on who you are and how you view it crackdown 3 is i think is a game that um it's just wouldn't it's just not right for the fall to have an open world game like that you know we got just cause four and i think more people are looking forward to that uh because by that time spider-man and red dead will be done so the last open world game uh kind of needs to be uh just cause four you know just the end of year uh i think crackdown three is a great start for open world games of that nature um not 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 so much as anthem but uh i think crackdown 3 is a nice way to open the year of 2019 definitely for february so i think microsoft is thinking you know sales wise and stuff there's just too much to play um a lot of money uh gamers money are going to be going just everywhere uh you'll probably see a lot of it go to nintendo some will go to playstation 4 and some will go to uh xbox uh we 
we're going to see the holiday bundle sales. You know, maybe they're going to be pushing a lot for Xbox One X. Then there's also Black Friday. We're going to probably be seeing a lot of sales from that, and then uh, Xbox pushing a lot of stuff from there. So um, I could I could understand why they're holding that back. Um, and I, for me personally, I just wouldn't have time for a Crackdown Three. Um, this holiday season due to other factors of me playing and picking up a lot of games on other platforms and stuff. Uh, I'm still going to, like I said, I'm still going to be buying a lot of, when it comes to third party games, uh, between PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. If I own that series on PlayStation 4, I'll probably, probably pick it up there. But if I own it on Xbox One, I'm going to pick it up there. I'm a person that's, that rather have that completion. And, probably if it goes on sale on playstation 4 i'll get it there but a lot of my purchases is going to be on nintendo uh you know as co-host of nintendo power block you know balancing out all three platforms even though you know sometimes guessing on nerds gonna platinum stuff and other people podcasts and stuff trying to balancing all these games on, on three different platforms and more you know, kind of takes, <laughs> kind of takes the toll on you and stuff. And so I kind of want to balance out and be ready for this holiday. But, uh, that's going to be the Arsenal exchange. What did you guys think? Did you think, uh, Microsoft made a great decision on holding, uh, holding it back? Or do you think they sh- that game should have came back? Yes, regardless of how the attitude is looked upon and how it was said. Um, that could be affected too. But I want to hear what you guys think. Um, you can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can join us on Facebook at, on our Facebook page, Arsenal X NGR Radio's Xbox Podcast Group. Look us, look us up for there. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Arsenal X Podcast and also, uh, follow us on Instagram at Arsenal X Podcast or just Arsenal X Podcast, all one word. Um, join our YouTube page. We have uh, our own channel, um, Arsenal X Xbox channel. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button and, um, you know, tap on the bell to be notified when new episodes come out, which we come out on Wednesdays. Uh, we also have other shows, Squad Goals, Royale with Cheese, and Arsenal X Plays. Uh, we all three have a lot of content uh, that we're um, trying to record and get ready to deliver to you guys. I will be streaming some more. Um, I know Jesse's been doing a a lot of streaming and awesome job thank you jesse uh for providing that content um i I just like i said i've been busy uh jumbling juggling i should say not juggling juggling a lot of things at this time so i will be coming back because i want to play more of uh, resident evil 4 and have a discussion about that and also showcase some other games and stuff and actually start learning some new genres that i've never played um, but you guys can follow Corey at Corey in HD 86 on Twitter. You can follow Jesse at Phantom Maggot AX and also check out Phantom Maggot AX on SoundCloud. Jesse has a lot of great beats there. You guys can listen to, uh, really good. And you guys can check me out on Twitter at that retro code. And also if you guys want to follow me on Xbox, it is the lyrical one. Uh, so you guys could join me there, um, and become a friend and hopefully I could game with you guys and talk because i need to interact with you guys more 
Also, there's an Arsenal X uh, group on Xbox One uh, that you guys could check out. Um, I'm going to be trying to, you know, get more people to join that group and have a big discussion and have some gaming because there's a community of Xbox gamers that's out there that I need to reach out more to. So, uh, I, like I said, I am juggling it a lot. So, uh, please be patient with me. But thank you guys. Um, also, check out my. Uh, a podcast optional opinion on uh soundcloud itunes google play uh tune in and other podcast apps um uh the beauty of video games the art of character is live now it's exclusive to ngrradio.com so you could check that out um this week i am doing the beauty of characters um and uh the way that it goes is that monday through uh sunday through friday is all blogs and saturday is a podcast uh so this week is the it's about characters next week will be about art and then the following week will be um the mixture of how both of them work together and also have an epilogue by a certain guest i cannot wait for you guys to check that out so as always uh, hopefully I got all the plugs out. Corey probably gonna drop more plugs into there. So you guys can check that out. Um, check out ngrradio.com. We got more content coming up on there. You guys can also check out other shows like Nurse Gone Rogue, uh, B-Sides, uh, Nintendo Power Block, uh, Nurse Gone Platinum, and more of Arsenal X. And, uh, so come read some of our blogs and reviews. Uh, we're gearing up to, uh, announce some great things for the future. So hopefully you guys are able to check that out. Um, Nintendo Power Block, Nurse Gone Rogue, and uh, uh, Nurse Gone Planner also have their own YouTube channel. So you guys can search there and subscribe and hit that bell and be notified. Uh, Corey decided to spread us out uh, instead of just uh, bunching us all together because just so much content comes out that we all have. Uh, so you know you guys can follow specific uh channels that you want to follow um i follow everybody because i love all the content that they have so with that everybody we're gonna throw up the x one more time because we are exiting out of here everybody have a great week have a great weekend hopefully we'll give you guys uh turtles four um and uh jesse and Corey will be joining me on that also and with that everybody have a great week have a great weekend or whenever you hear this episode all right bye